Hey, my fellow high-achieving sister in Christ. Ever wonder if it's possible to be ambitious and let God lead at the same time? Does the hustle fuel your adrenaline, but you want to ditch the overachievement and pursue success with clarity, serenity, and fulfillment? If your outward success doesn't match your inner unrest and unfulfillment, then this podcast is for you. Welcome to Redefining Hustle, Pursuing Success as a Christian Woman. I'm Erin Harrigan, a Christian wife, emptiness mom, entrepreneur, and recovering overachiever who felt those same things. When I prayed for a better way to work, God responded, let me drive. And then he led me to help women like you through my speaking, coaching, and writing. My mission is teaching you that success doesn't require buying into the world's frantic definition of hustle or into the so-called anti-hustle movement. Instead, you can meet me right here in the middle to redefine hustle as you pursue success with God as your CEO. Each week, we'll spend a focused 15 minutes connecting biblical truth to business with practical application so you can tune out the world, tune into God's truth, and turn up focus. Does that sound like what you need today? Great. Then buckle up and let's go. Welcome back to Redefining Hustle, Pursuing Success as a Christian woman as we step into this, I think, 36th day of 2024. I've been covering some topics this month that have come from questions that I've experienced on social media or from my clients. And one of the questions that I've myself been challenged by is the idea of where I'm anchoring my identity. Now, I want to be really clear that I'm not talking about any kind of identity in the way that the world defines it these days around gender and that sort of thing. That's not my lane. My lane is redefining hustle, pursuing success as a Christian woman. My lane is inspiring and empowering high achieving women to walk out their mission in the marketplace by emulating Jesus. And that is why we redefine hustle to work like he worked with intention and purpose and a sense of timing and seeking his father. Where we get stuck sometimes as high achieving women is defining who we are, defining our worth, which is an episode that I recently shared with you, you all, and defining what success is based on things that are ever changing, like the numbers, like the titles, like the promotion level, like how many followers, like how big is your client list, like how big is your email list, et cetera, et cetera. And this is something that I myself struggled with until I found Jesus. And even when I gave my life to Jesus almost 10 years ago, friends, I still struggled in how I was defining who I was and how I worked and what success meant because I was wrapping it up in worldly definitions of success. And if you're not already on my email list, I invite you to subscribe by downloading my tool, which this week is the I am tool. You can go to erinharrigan.com slash I am tool because on today's email, I talked about Groundhog Day and how particularly in the movie Groundhog Day, it's like deja vu over and over and reliving the things that aren't working. And so often in business, we're looking left and right at what others are doing and what success looks like for them. And we're trying 
to put those parameters around our own business. And here's the deal. <laughs> we were not made to work that way. <laughs> you have heard me say on almost every episode that you were made ambitious, but you were not made to work the world's way. And so that's what we're going to talk about today around defining and finding our identity in the great I am. I want to share really quickly that today was the first day that I started running again. So I've run a couple of half marathons. The last one I ran was almost 10 years ago next month. And I have missed running. But the problem with me running as a high achiever, as I'm sure this won't surprise you, is that I'm always looking to run two or three miles. And that's the way I've always done it. And to me, that's what a run means. But recently, I hired a running coach and she has given me a running plan. And so today on my first day back to running, she had me do an interval training, right? So I walked 0.3 miles, I ran 0.2 and I did that circuit three times. That is not how I've ever looked at running. That is not how I've ever considered the definition of running that you could actually do that. But how funny that I've defined success in running by, I got to run three miles. I can't just run two. I can't just run a half. It's got to be this many miles. And so that's another example of how we get so tied into the world's definitions of what success looks like and what business looks like. And quite frankly, how we define who we are as business women. So that's where I want to go. I have three simple scriptures for you today, but I want to start with the first key of our four keys to redefine hustle. So if you're watching this on the live stream, this is my four keys tool that you can also download and jump on my email list. The four keys to redefine hustle are define, direct, discipline, and develop. Those first two are the instructions that God gives us. So only he can define us. Only he should direct us. Then comes our part. We have to do our action and, and put what we know from him into action with discipline. And then as we do that, the Holy Spirit continues to develop us, develop our message, develop our business, etc. But these four keys are so critical. And this first one has everything to do with the great I am. So let me start in Exodus 20, verse 3. And this is what the Lord says, actually, I'm going to start with uh, verse two. I am the Lord, your God, who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of bondage. You shall have no other gods before me. It goes on to say that you shall not have any carved images. Don't make anything that you bow down to. I am the Lord, period. This instruction is very clear to us. But here's the thing, friends. Some of us, I'm raising my hand here. Look at our business and think, well, God, you have my life. You have my heart. I got my business under control. And we're measuring our progress and our success. We are defining our identity and finding our identity in the, the achievements and the accolades and the commas in our, in our bank account, et cetera, et cetera. But God tells us the very first commandment is you shall have no other gods before me. And here's the thing. This may be really hard. I feel like I've been giving you some really hard truth and love this, this year so far is that if we are holding up the, the money or the achievements or the productivity and all of those things above the Lord, those are idols. Those are idols. And therefore, we are 
breaking this commandment. I know, ouch. Friends, for a long time, achievement and money were my idols. I thought money would be my savior. I've talked about that a number of times on this podcast. So I encourage you to go and, and listen to that. Listen to those previous episodes at the beginning or even go to my website to the about page and read my story. But this is why define is the first key because the point of define is that we only allow God to define us, to define our purpose, to define what sex success means for us. So if I'm only looking at the way other people are running and defining that as success, then guess what? I'm always going to feel like a failure if I'm not hitting those, those milestones. The same is true in your business. If you're only looking at somebody's got 3,000 people on their email list and you have 500, then you might feel like a failure. If you're looking at their, they seem to be only buying her services and not mine or whatever, then you're defining success by something that you cannot live up to and you were not made to live up to. So this first key of define is so critical to anchor your identity as a Christian woman in business only to the great I am. You know, some of the women that I work with, even though they have these burgeoning six, seven, eight figure businesses, they still struggle here. Hear me. They still struggle with this because it's really easy to get all excited about those levels of business and make them an idol and then wonder, well, if I didn't reach that number, am I a failure? No, but you've got to let the Lord define you. Okay. So the second scripture that I want to take you to is Romans 12 2. Now, right now, my Bible study group is studying Romans and uh, we actually went over these verses last night, all about not being conformed to the world. And what I love here about this, and do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. And, and what our, what the, what the Bible study author talked about is there are two different worlds. There's the world of the kingdom, and then there's the rest of the world. And how often are we conforming to the rest of the world? How often are we buying into what business should look like and what activity should look like and what sales calls should look like, et cetera, et cetera? How often are we buying into that and therefore getting so lost in the sauce, if you will, of how we're truly defined? Paul says this to us because we are not to be conformed to that opposite world. We are be, to be conformed to the world of Christ. And if we're going to do that, let's back up a verse in, in chapter 12, verse 1 of Romans, where it says, present your bodies as a living sacrifice. We have to sacrifice everything that we previously have been taught and known about business. We have to sacrifice our self-reliance. We have to sacrifice the hills that that we put ourselves on to do this business that God has given us that define us. And we have to allow the Lord to define us. Only allow God to define you, your purpose, your success, your mission in the marketplace. Why? Who better to define you than he who made you, than he who knows the gifts and talents that he's given you, than, than he who has perfectly positioned you to do the work that you've been given to do, given to do. Anchor yourself in that. The last scriptures that I want to take you to are in Ephesians. And I want to take you two places. I talked about this last week on episode 237 and that you can take Ephesians 1 and all of the places that it says us or 
we, you can change to me or I. And then you can look through here and see the words that describe you, that you are blessed and chosen and blameless and predestined and accepted and redeemed and forgiven and so on and so on. So I really encourage you to do that exercise. The I am tool, again, I want to remind you, go down into the show notes or get over to my website right now, erinharrigan.com slash I am tool walks you through that exercise so that you can create your own I am list. This is my I am card. It's front and back. It's it's really technologically advanced. It's an index card that I used packing tape to laminate. <laughs> so it's really super fancy. But these are the things that I've pulled out because of scripture. I am an heir of God and joint heir with Christ, Romans 8, 17. I am chosen, holy, and blameless for before God, Ephesians 1, 4. I am predestined by God to obtain his inheritance, Ephesians 1, 11. I am a citizen of heaven, Philippians 3, 20. I have a spirit of power and love and a sound mind, 2 Timothy 1, 7. I am the daughter of the king through faith in Jesus Christ, Galatians 3, 26. I am fearfully and wonderfully made, Psalm 139, 14. I am justified and redeemed in Christ, Romans 3.24. Those are just a few of the scriptures. But friends, if you go to Ephesians 2.10 with your I am tool, <laughs> this is what it reminds us. We are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. Dr. Charles Stanley in his Life Principles Bible says this, no one understands you better than God. He knows you far more profoundly than you can ever know yourself. In fact, the Lord knows what you were created to be and all the things that he could accomplish through you if you were to, what, surrender <laughs> yourself to him. He has designed you for a specific fulfilling purpose and you cannot find it or achieve it on your own, but rather it is only by abiding in him that it will come to fruition in your life. Friends, anchoring your business identity, anchoring your life identity is more than the roles that you play. Yes, mom, wife, you know, auntie, sister, daughter, friend, executive, all of that. Those are roles that you play, but that is not what defines you. That's why we've got to be anchored in the Lord Jesus only. That's why define is the first key of redefining hustle because that's where it all starts. When we're in hustle mode, the way the world defines it, we're thinking about ourselves. We're thinking about how much we can get done. We're thinking about how productive we are. We're thinking about how much value we bring, right? In and of themselves, those are not terrible things, but they become idols because we're anchoring ourselves there instead of in the Lord. And what better place to anchor yourself, friends, than in he who made you, than in he who gave you the gifts and talents in the zone of genius for you to walk out his assignment in the marketplace. What better place to be anchored? Don't anchor yourself to a sinking ship that is tossed by the waves because that's the world today. That's the world always. <laughs> it is constantly under construction and reimagined in all the pieces. Anchor yourself only in the Lord Jesus. And until we're together again, the Lord made you ambitious, but he did not make you to do business the world's way. I can help you break free from that with his guidance 
as your coach. So let's can let's have that conversation. And until next time, I pray for and encourage you to tune out the world, tune into God's truth, and turn up focus. Anchor yourself to him and only him, the great I am. I'll see you on the next episode. As an established solopreneur or business owner with a team of employees who's ready to refine or scale your business, you're probably swimming in opportunities, overflowing with ideas, and excited about the possibilities. But you're overwhelmed thinking, how can I set a strategy when I'm trying to run a business and be productive? There are so many ideas and opportunities. How do I decide what's worth pursuing? I don't have time to waste on things that don't align to the vision and mission that God's given me. My client, Jen, felt this way as she sought to scale her business with a God-honoring strategy. Enter my focused and fruitful strategy day. Jen said of her experience, my strategy day with Erin was just what I needed. She helped me look at my current services, dream about the future, and create a plan to grow and scale. Her giftedness as a visionary with an understanding of the day-to-day -day tactical tasks is a magical combination I've never seen before. And she approaches it all from a firm foundation of faith. My strategy day gives you a full day of private coaching with me and my strategic mapping zone of genius while being nourished with good food in a tranquil environment and celebrated for your progress at the end of the day, all in the beauty of Chesapeake Beach, Maryland, or in your location. If you want to bring calm to the chaos, tame the tornado, and silence the squirrels in your business for a clear path forward, visit erinharrigan.com slash strategy day to learn more and schedule time with me. No squirrels were harmed in the making of this message or in the delivery of the strategy day. Thanks for tuning in to Redefining Hustle, Pursuing Success as a Christian Woman each week. I pray this show helps you to see that God made you ambitious, but he didn't make you to do business as usual. Remember to check the show notes for my free resources and other helpful links. If this episode spoke to you, take a screenshot, share it with a friend, or share it on social and tag me. I'm praying for you, friend, that you'll embrace redefining hustle, and in turn, your business will produce much fruit and impact his kingdom in greater ways than you could ever do in your own strength. Thank you for listening to this episode that is part of the Spark Media Network that can now be heard on the Edify app.